Ryan Hickey in for Zach on this Thursday. A very happy Thursday to you. Welcome on in, whether you're listening on one of our 200 affiliates across this great country, whether it's on SiriusXM Channel 158 or the free Odyssey app when you can listen to CBS Sports Radio anytime you want, anywhere you want, however you may be listening, wherever you may be listening, welcome, and we appreciate you joining us right here on this Thursday evening on CBS Sports Radio. Thankfully, this could have been a lot different of a show if some injury news we got earlier today went the other way. Joe Burrow, obviously, Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, suffered a calf injury earlier in practice today, had to be carted off the field right as we got on the air about 6 o'clock, so about three hours ago. Uh, That is 6 o'clock Eastern. We did not know too much in terms of a diagnosis. Um, we just know it was a calf injury. Now, Diana Orsini of ESPN has later reported that is a calf strain for Joe Burrow, so he's avoided any serious injury, which obviously is great. We want to see Joe Burrow on the field. The NFL is better when one of their best young quarterbacks is out there and playing. But that the thought, possibly, of losing Joe Burrow this season when we did not know what happened and how serious the injury was a thought to cross our mind in that is this. How irreplaceable is Joe Burrow? So I wanted to ask you this question here. If we were living in a hypothetical world where every single quarterback was available and all you had to do was say, you know what, I want to trade in my guy for Patrick Mahomes for free. Boom, you got it. If you were able to trade your quarterback for any guy in the league, no problem. How many teams in the NFL do you think are keeping their guy? How many teams in the NFL, if they had the opportunity to trade in their quarterback for a Patrick Mahomes, for a Joe Burrow, for a Justin Herbert, if you could trade your quarterback in for anybody else in the league, how many teams right now do you think would say, eh, we're good. We like who we got. We wouldn't trade our guy for literally anyone else in the NFL. I think there's only three teams that would give that answer. The Kansas City Chiefs, obviously. Cincinnati Bengals, and the Philadelphia Eagles. I think just Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts. Those are the only three quarterbacks in the NFL that you said, if they're on my team, I'm not trading them for anybody. Everyone else I think is fair game. Everyone else you're looking for some sort of upgrade. What do you think here? 855-212-4227. How many teams wouldn't trade their quarterback for anyone else in the league? 855-212-4227. Here's why the Bengals wouldn't. The Bengals wouldn't, nor should I think they should. Nor, that didn't make any sense. Nor do I think should they. Holy cow. Get late in the show. My apologies, folks. We're going to try to get the English right going forward here. But here's why the Bengals, I don't think, would trade Joe Burrow for Patrick Holmes, for Jalen Hurts, for for anyone else in the NFL. Joe Burrow is the closest thing we have seen so far to Tom Brady. And I don't think it's a hyperbolic statement to make. Obviously, not in terms of the rings. Burrow doesn't have one. Tom has seven. But in terms of demeanor, in terms of confidence, in terms of getting the job done, I think we're seeing Tom Brady 2.0 right here in Joe Burrow. The guy's a winner. He is cool under pressure. I feel like he always comes through in the clutch. And that's just not one of those 
visual things where it's like, oh, wow, Joe Burrow did it again. There are stats to back that up. Warren Sharp, a tremendously smart NFL mind. I was going to say sharp there, but too many sharps in one sentence. A tremendously uh, smart NFL mind did put the numbers to show that Joe Burrow since 2019 is the clutchest quarterback in the NFL. How he did it was he compiled touchdown passes per attempt in the last five minutes of a game when the team is trailing. So when the Bengals are trailing with five minutes to go in the game, Joe Burrow averages one touchdown pass for every 10 attempts. That is the highest touchdown rate, according to Sharp, he has seen in 25 years. That statistically, at least in terms of touchdowns, is closer than Tom Brady. Joe gets it done. That's a guy that I don't think you would trade him for any other quarterback in the NFL. And oh yeah, by the way, helps a little bit when you're 3-1 and one against the Kansas City Chiefs. And right now the biggest roadblock to any team winning a Super Bowl. He's done pretty well against them. So Joe Burrow, one of the three quarterbacks I don't think I would trade my, you know, for anyone else in the league. The obvious, other one, is it's obvious, right? Patrick Mahomes, no one's doing that. I don't even have to really explain my reasoning other than just saying Patrick Mahomes, but I'll play the game. We'll do it. Look, Patrick Mahomes has, has got everything you want. He's got an insane arm. Right? Where he throws the ball, feels like flick of the wrist, 50 yards, no problem, right, at, right on the dot. Great vision. I was going to say very athletic. I think he's more athletic than people give him credit for. He's not fast, but he's agile. He's evasive. He works the pocket really well. He throws off the run tremendously. He's tough to bring down. He's not Lamar Jackson, right? He's not running around like Justin Fields. But when he needs to run, when the opportunity is there, he's not shy. And he's very efficient when using his feet. So then he's got that going for him. He's extremely accurate. And he's also a big-time team guy. Do you know right now where Patrick Mahomes, in terms of an average annual value perspective, where he ranks in terms of quarterback salaries going to 2023? Patrick Mahomes right now is eighth. He is the eighth highest paid quarterback when it comes to average salary per year. And by the way, I think Joe Burrow is going to get paid before week one. And undoubtedly, he's going to, if not reset the market, come very close to it, he's going to leapfrog Patrick Mahomes. So Mahomes, assuming Burrow gets a deal done, which I think he will, he will be ninth, the ninth highest paid quarterback on an average annual value scale going to week one. Team guy. He's a team guy. He took, look, I get he got a lot of money, almost a half billion dollars, but he did it and spread it out in a way that the Chiefs are still able to either pay their own, and I think they will with Chris Jones, or acquire more talent to keep their Super Bowl window open longer and give themselves a real chance here in a very deep AFC. So Holmes got, got it all, right? He's a team guy, insane arm, great accuracy, mobile, has it all. Has it all. That's a guy that no team is trading, or that's a team, I should say, that's a guy that no other quarterback is worth trading for. So, two out of the three so far. We got Joe Burrow. I don't think, for me, if I had him on my team, I'm not giving up for anyone, including Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, you're not trading him for anyone else in the league whatsoever. And the third on this list, Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts, to me, is a guy that, if he's on your team, he's absolutely worth keeping, and there's no one else in the league you would rather have over Jalen Hurts. Here is why. 
Jalen Hurts is a coach's dream, and I think a fan's dream as well. This is a guy that prepares so hard that it's truly impossible for him to fail. Like, I had my doubts, I'll be honest. I did not think Jalen Hurts would be any good in the NFL. I didn't even think he'd be a starter. I thought, not that he would be, not that he was Tim Tebow, the styles are different, but I thought he'd be in the Tim Tebow realm in the sense of super talented, super successful college quarterback that the system and the game would not translate over to the NFL side. And so we saw Tim Tebow, obviously big-time winner, big-time stud at Florida, go to the NFL and outside of one playoff game against the Steelers, ultimate flop. I thought Jalen Hurts was going to follow in that same mold where his college game works, but now once you're at the NFL, I don't think his passing would hold up. I don't think his vision would hold up. I don't think his even scramble ability would hold up. And boy, was I wrong. And why I was wrong is that Jalen Hurts prepares so hard and so much that it's truly impossible for him to fail. He's always ready to go. He has an answer to every single question, knows where to go with the ball at all times. He does it all. Constantly improving his game, never satisfied, very quiet, doesn't say anything whatsoever, goes about his business in the dark, if you will, and not letting fans in or not releasing hype videos or not talking about how much training he's doing the offseason. He puts in the work, doesn't say a word. That's a coach's dream, I think a fan's dream as well. That is what you want from a quarterback. And that's why for me, I'd rock with Jalen Hurts any day of the week. Last year was not a fluke. Last year, going to the Super Bowl, finishing second in the MVP voting, that is legit going forward. That's not going to be a one-year wonder. He's here to stay. He's here to stay because he's not going to allow himself to fail. That's a guy that can play for my team any day. So when it comes in this fantasy world we're living in right now, on the Ryan on the Zach Gelb show with Ryan Key filling in, in the sense that every quarterback is out there and available. How many teams are sticking with their own guy and not getting any sort of upgrade? I think there's only three teams. Three teams that would keep their current guy right now and not go for some sort of upgrade. It's the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. Duh. It's the Bengals with Joe Burrow. And it's the Eagles with Jalen Hurts. Those are the three guys. That's it. No Josh Allen. For me, he's too turnover prone. And I do wonder about his postseason consistency. It's not there enough for me. Josh Allen was not very good in really either game he played this last postseason. He's played just as many good games as he has bad games. If we're talking about guys that you're going to basically build your franchise around and say no to Patrick Mahomes, say no to Joe Burrow, he better be a dog in the playoffs. That, to me, is not Josh Allen. Not yet, at least. He's nowhere near consistent enough for me to put him on this list. Aaron Rodgers, I do worry about his clutch in the last few years. Also, too, I think he's a little older. For me, he's a little too old in, in the sense that he's 39 years old. I got to go for someone younger. I want someone that's going to be around a little bit longer. Lamar Jackson is a guy that, for me, is too hurt and does not play well in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson has been in four playoff games. He's played poorly in all four. He's won one. Did not play good against the Titans that one year. I believe it was 2020 off the top of my head. But he has been bad in the playoffs. He was bad against the Titans. In the year they won 14-2, he won the MVP. He was bad against the Titans the next year and again they won. 
He was bad against the Bills the following year, or the, the following game, I should say, in the playoffs. He, to me, leaves a lot to be desired. Bad against the Chargers the rookie year. He's got to play better in the postseason for him to be on this list and also stay healthy. Also, be in the playoffs. That's also been the issue the last two years. He can't even get into the playoffs to try to play better. It's too hurt. That, to me, is a problem. That, to me, is a concern. Trevor Lawrence, I like what I've seen so far from him, but I got to see more. Now, this is a guy that's been in the league now two years, but I'm not even going to count his rookie year with Urban Meyer, so he's really, to me, been in the league for one year. He had a really strong second half uh, to get the Jaguars to the playoffs and win a playoff game. Either want to see a little bit more from Trevor Lawrence before I kind of put him on this list. Justin Herbert, I want to see Justin Herbert elevate the Chargers more. We always talk about the talent the Chargers have. Add receiver, add running back, add offensive line. Yet every single year, the Chargers either miss the playoffs or barely get in, and there's always something that feels like comes up with L.A. I got to see Justin Herbert, now especially that he's paid, do a quarterbacks that get paid big-time money what they're supposed to do, what they're asked to do. Make players around them better. And that's my task to Justin Herbert before I put him on this list. So when it comes to upgrades, when it comes to every quarterback is out there and available to get, which teams are bypassing an upgrade and which teams are saying, I'm going to keep my own guy? I think only three teams will keep their own guy. Chiefs, Bengals, Eagles. How about yourself here? Are you with me? Is there any other quarterback you would add to this list in terms of if you have an upgrade possible, you would not take any other quarterback over Josh Allen, over Lamar Jackson? Or do I have too many? Is it Patrick Mahomes? Is Patrick Mahomes the only quarterback that is not worth, you know, that that wouldn't be an upgrade? 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. At Ryan underscore Hickey. And the number three on Twitter. We'll get your thoughts on that. Also, when we do return here on the Zach Gelb Show with Ryan Nicky filling in. I think the Broncos are back. They are back, baby. I'll tell you why. Thanks to Sean Payton's comments today. Some scorching comments. If you haven't heard them, oh, you don't want to go anywhere. I'll read them to you next. They are spicy. We'll do that when we do return again. Ryan Nicky in for Zach Gelb right here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to The Ryan Hickey Show. It's Ryan Hickey in for Zach Gelb right here on CBS Sports. Right, If you've been listening earlier this week, you unfortunately know this has been a rough week for your boy. Dislocated my finger in the pool over the weekend on Saturday. Swimming, what was? Unfortunately, it was unofficial because no one had a timer, but in my mind, definitely record-breaking time for the fastest lap in a pool maybe ever swam in history. Flying through the water, didn't realize how close I was to the wall. I had my eyes closed because of the chlorine pool. Don't want to get the old eyes burned out. Long story short, freestyle, boom, hand on top of the pool. Popped my finger out, middle finger. Popped it back in right on the spot. No big deal. Zach's making fun of me. I've tried, at least tried to stand up for myself and be a tough guy. Live up to the tough guy persona, even though, unfortunately, now I'm wearing a splint all week and he's been making fun of me for that. But I would say popping my finger back in uh, by myself is a tough guy act. I will now demonstrate how big of a wimp I am. I just saw this on Twitter here from Shah. Shah. Nice and easy. He posted this question out there. You're offered $5,000 an hour to clean the cemetery alone from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. You taking the job. I'll be honest, I'm not. 
I know I'm an idiot. That's $30,000 right there for six hours worth of work that I could get. I am a scaredy cat when it comes to cemeteries, when it comes to spooky stuff. I can't even watch scary movies. Over the weekend, there's like 11 of us hanging out. You put on one of my friends who wanted to watch a scary movie, put it on. Even though like, I'm not watching by myself, I'm with other people. I made it 10 minutes, had to leave, too scared. So I'll admit, when it comes to scary movies, I'm not a tough guy whatsoever. I don't pretend to be. You're asking me to clean a cemetery by myself? Yeah, no, that's a no for me, dog. That's a no for me. Chris, are you tougher than me? $5,000 an hour. You work six hours. It's 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. 30K right there in your pocket. You work in the cemetery? No chance. No chance. Wow, so me and you are on the same I'm, wavelength. I'm not a big fan of, like you said, you're not a big fan of scary movies. Neither am I. Ghosts and creepy creatures and death and just all that stuff. I'll pass. Thank you, though. You want to hear how mean my friends are to me? This has been like a thing, like I've not developed like a fear for scary movies. I have been afraid and hate scary movies my entire life. In high school, I don't know if it was like Insidious or Inception or like one of those just like spooky movies I did not like. For whatever reason, I agreed, fine, I'll watch at my friend's house. We're in his like living room, we put it on. One of my friends, without even me realizing, walks like outside, walks around to the backyard as we're watching this, as I'm like basically crapping my pants. Starts banging on the window. I must have let out the loudest shriek you have ever heard. Just how scared I was already in the movie. Now, all of a sudden, I thought paranormal activity or whatever it was was coming to real life. I Listen, I give a lot of people credit for how they can watch scary movies and go right to bed and, and not think about the killer in the closet or think about the, the spirit that's going to suck them out or whatever. But, boy, that is... You said about having a mean friend group, Chris. I think I had to reevaluate my life after that one. Uh, uh, that was in high school. Well, in college, one night, I was just not in the mood to deal with anybody. And I'm talking okay. like I just had a no good, very bad day, very bad night. And I called it quits at like 830. And I don't do that. I had all my work done. I was like, screw this. I'm going to bed. I've had enough of everybody for today. Little did I know. That I heard this rustling under my bed, because under my bed was where I kept um, my different, like, storage bags, tote mm -hmm. bags when I was moving Press in and college. out. Yeah. And I heard this rustling under my bed. Huh. I didn't think much of it, because my air was on, so I'm like, all right, maybe it's something blowing around underneath there. And it just kept getting louder and louder, and then I hear this dragging, and then I'm like, something's not right. And I look, and I hear this other weird noise. Look under my bed. My roommate's under my freaking bed. <laughs> well, he's lucky. I guess he didn't punch him in the face. Cause, so oh, we've all I been was... in those days when you're not in the mood and it's like something sets you off. You just kind of let it go. I put him in a headlock. Oh, okay. I'm going to venture to say he never was hiding under your bed to try to scare you again. No, he wasn't hiding under my bed again, but there was other things that he tried to do. And I'm like, yeah, that was what you did hiding under my bed, being the monster under my bed. Meanwhile, I love the kid. I, I absolutely love the kid. But he was 150 pounds, so I could have snapped him like a twig if okay. I wanted to, but I didn't. I basically put him in a chokehold and said, are you not, not going to do that again? He's like, yeah, I won't do that again. I let him go, and that was it. Maybe that's, I mean, sage advice for anyone listening out there. If you're on the smaller side, on the lankier side, maybe don't be trying to push the envelope in terms of scaring people if the person you're trying to scare is bigger than you, because that could only end badly. Either they, they punch you out of just pure reaction of, oh, my God, you scared me self-defense, or what you do, you calmly put them in a headlock and basically 
break their will until they promise to never scare you again. That does not seem like a smart strategy from your roommate. Yeah, I was too... Well, the kid also... I Again, love the kid, but sometimes he doesn't know when to stop. And I'm like, dude, like, seriously? And he was 150, 160 pounds, whatever he was. And at the time, I was 215. I'm about 205 now, so I trimmed down a little bit more since then. But I was still built then. And I'm like, yeah, no, we're not playing this game. So you sent a message, but anyone listening out there, if you would take this theoretical job, 5K an hour to work at a cemetery alone overnight, basically, just know you're tougher than me, which I'll be honest, is really not that hard to do. So congratulations on your accomplishment there. All right, so we are talking here at 855-212-4227. It is Ryan Hickey in for Zach Gelb right here on this Thursday of if all quarterbacks are available, you can get them for free, no problem whatsoever. How many quarterbacks are, or I should say, how many teams are keeping their respective quarterback? I think just three. I think it's the Chiefs of Mahomes. I think it's the Bengals of Burrow. I think it's the Eagles of Jalen Hurts. Only three teams that if you gave them options to trade out and you could get anyone else on your team for free, Easily. Those are the three teams that I think are saying no. I did not have Josh Allen on that list, which is why we go right to Buffalo to Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Hi, how are you? Good, buddy. How you doing, man? What's on your mind? Good. You know what? I would make at least 5000 I would at least try for the first hour. You would try to I work in this. Is that cheating? For, for the first hour. Yes. Let's just say you have to um, do all of it, Dennis. It's all or nothing. You go in six hours in a cemetery by yourself? I think I might. I think I might, but that's that's with not actually facing it, so I don't know. You know what? You're but, tougher than me, Dennis. I'll give you credit. Um, as far as, as far as the quarterback, I think Mahomes definitely top. The only reason I would say I had a question about Burrow, I would I would include Allen. Obviously, I'm in Buffalo. We all love him, but the, the stat on Burrow, I would argue that why was his team behind uh, in five minutes left? Allen had an off year last year. All this stuff went with Buffalo. They have excuses. I know we're hoping for better. But I would include Allen in that just because um, watching him play, and obviously we're saturated with right. Allen here in our media. So, Let me ask you this, Dennis. I would, I would, Let me ask yeah. you this, because here the two concerns I have, um, or really the one concern I have, is the fact that when it comes to playoff time, I feel like Josh Allen, to me, is too inconsistent for what an elite quarterback should be. He has obviously he's had great games. We've seen him light up the Patriots defense. Obviously, we know in that insane, epic, instant classic against the Chiefs where they lost with 13 seconds left, he was incredible. We've also, though, seen him throw, have a bad game against the Dolphins and, and allow a team with a third-string quarterback to stay in the game in part because he had two picks. He was terrible against the Bengals the following week at home. He was terrible the first time they met the Chiefs uh, in the playoffs in the AFC title game. He was bad against the Like We have seen, I, I can, you know, I'll just save it for time's sake here. We've seen, to me, Josh Allen be too inconsistent in the playoffs. Why do you think still, or where would you disagree, I guess, with my assessment that you would still, you know, take Allen in theory over Mahomes, Burrow, and Hurts? I, I definitely, I wouldn't take him over Mahomes. But as far as Burrow and Hurts, I, I haven't seen enough of Hurts. Um, and I think him and Burrow are, are pretty, in my mind, are pretty equal. Um, but definitely Allen gets, the emotions get the best of him. And to be honest, that first game where DeMar Hamlin had that incident, that saved the Bills from a loss there. They would have lost that game. Like, I think, in my opinion, it looked like they were going to lose that game. And then, unfortunately, with Hamlin, that got stopped. Um, well, I mean, but, okay, let's – all right. 
I don't yeah. really want to go I there, mean, Dennis, to be honest with you. And it was like, I think in the second quarter, the first quarter is a little early. Either way, anyway, the point is for me, he's just a little too inconsistent where I just can't put him in that category of like every quarterback is out there and available. So you can, if you want, you can get Mahomes. If you want, you can get Burrow. I think for me, there's only three quarterbacks. I think team, their team say, no, we're keeping them no matter what. Even if you're the Bengals and they say, hey, we can get Patrick Holmes, they're saying, no, we're keeping Joe Burrow. Eagles, you can get Mahomes or Burrow. I think they're still saying, we'll keep Burrow. I think that's the right move. There's only really three teams in the NFL right now that if they had the ability to trade in their quarterback for someone else, would say no. It's the Chiefs, it's the Bengals, it's the Eagles. Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts. That to me is it. That to me is it. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. At Ryan underscore Hickey. And the number three on Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Love to hear the thoughts of Marco Belletti. We welcome him in here. Hello, Marco. What's up, Brian? You are a tough guy, so I think I know your answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. I don't know if I'd call myself a tough guy, but go ahead. I would say you put off a tough guy persona, at least on the radio. All right. You don't I think never, so? What do you I, think? You're a big softy? I don't know about big softy, but I, I wouldn't consider myself a tough guy. I, I'm not stupid enough to think that I'm a tough guy. Okay, maybe I just outed myself as being softer than I thought for thinking you're a tough guy if you don't even think yourself is a tough guy. Go ahead. All right, let me ask you this. I saw this twi- you know, this this made-up job here on Twitter. Would you take it or not? You're paid $5,000 an hour. You're working at a cemetery overnight by yourself, 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. You're taking the shift. $5,000 an hour? Yes, so 30K. Oh, so you're taking it. I will not tell you what I said. Are you serious? Are you serious? What's the problem? A cemetery night by yourself. I don't know what goes on, and I don't want to know what goes on. Yeah. Don't don't look at. Listen. Do you not, know for sure? I don't want to know. Uh, you know what? For five grand an hour, I'll, I'll tell you any detail you want to know. You see what the government's been leaking out? Don't care. UFOs, aliens. Right. I'm not taking the chance. Uh, you know I what? like my life. You're out of your mind. I like my For the life. boogeyman, you're going to turn down that kind of money? Stop To it. be scarred for life if they, I see something there I don't want to see? Yes. I mean, how long would it take me to retire making that kind of money? Are you out of your mind? 30K a day? I mean, I don't know. You tell me. Uh, you'd, work, you'd work the night shift every day at the cemetery until you could retire? Sign me wow. up. Good to know. Like today. Sports radio. Dead. Right now. Marco Belletti running to the cemetery. Gone. Holy cow. I wouldn't think twice. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Seriously, you're concerned with what? Like the Scooby-Doo boogeyman? That That's what bothers you in the, the spirits, cemetery? Like, the spirits spook me. I think it's... I don't I don't know. I don't we're going to sit real. down and we're going to have coffee with the spirits. For that kind of money? I mean, what am I doing? I'm just cleaning? I mean, like, what, what do you exactly oh, do in like, the cemetery? I don't know. I mean, this, you just, just make sure there's no vandals? Anyway, so, I mean, just walk around me. Brush off a few tombstones, maybe pick up a few leaves. So know. not so not only am I getting paid an absurd amount of money, yes, and really having to do basically nothing while I'm at work all day, and the only thing I'm concerned about with is what the spirit's going to come talk to me. Do you want to see the picture of the cemetery? That change your mind? I don't care what the cemetery looks like. Jeez, you really not scared of spirits? Are you scared of anything? Spirits? No. Interesting. No. Okay. Do I think that, we, is it possible to have spirits? I would say, yeah, sure, there's a possibility. Would I be scared of it? No, I'd rather have a conversation. Would I, you, would be cons- I would be curious. Would you do a Ouija board? Sure. Wow. Okay. I, I, didn't, just, I, I didn't realize these were... You're a tougher guy than I am. I, I didn't realize these things would put you in like a tough man category. I was unaware. 
No, I, I, to me, that's more curiosity. I, I have no no fear of that. No, none. Interesting. Zero. I, yeah, I, I tried to put a tough guy persona on this week. In case you didn't know, I dislocated my finger. And I, I did see that. I popped it back in myself. Which I give you credit for because that's a pain in the ass. Tough guy move. And that that, that does that hurts. Let's let's all be fair. We've all done that at some point in our lives, right? You've all played basketball where you popped a finger. At least I have a bunch of times. It sucks to have to pop that thing back in. So I give you credit for that. Thank you, Mark. You didn't run and hide. No. You didn't run to the to the doctor, hey, put this back. Like it doesn't take that long. It's just you, you got a man up and you gotta pop it back in and it sucks. I feel like that's actually worse. It was also at nighttime, so let's just say for argument's sake, it was during the day and I could have gone to the doctor. Like that sitting in the car looking at that thing, it wasn't like that gory, but I'm like, ugh, I just and it's just it takes longer. Yeah, and I, either I way, it's still it. gonna hurt. You might as well just do it yourself. Right. So okay. Tough guy in one sense, but yeah, when it comes to like spirits and it comes to I was telling Chris before, scary movies, I'm out. Out. Scary Hard movies out. concern you now? I mean, come on. We're watching Red. What what, what what's a Evil scary movie? Red, uh, Evil Dead? Evil you know The Evil Dead? Well, I know there was a new one that I was forget. made, but there's an uh, original. I gotta look it up. It's about spirits taking over some so we made it ten minutes. I didn't make it in that far. Uh, well, thankfully, everyone else fell asleep, so the group kind of called it, but I was ready to leave. Uh, I'm assuming that you were watching the remake of The Evil Dead that I think came out in the last couple of years. Something with red and evil in there. Uh, there's an original. Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, there's. there's I'm assuming that's a remake. Evil it, Dead Rise. It might be a, another one. I don't know. They're the original few. That was Sam Raimi, The Evil Dead. This was definitely 2023. Yeah. I don't know if it's a remake. I don't know if it's a... Yeah. The original Sam Raimi. Who directed Spider-Man? The, the first ones, first few. No, you're gonna out okay. me now as being uncultured, yeah. right. which okay. most people knew already. Um, well, the original Evil Dead was more like gory and kind of goofy. The second one was actually better and kind of cool, and then the third one was just funny as hell. Interesting. Really quickly, it's maybe we'll break a tie. Maurice is calling from Baltimore about some cemetery talk. Hello, Maurice. Hey guys, look, man, look, check this out about that money and that cemetery. Yes. I was uh, in the Marines, so I had to walk, uh, we call it sentry duty, and they gave it to me from 2 in the morning to like 6 in the morning by yourself with a rifle with no bullets, and down in South Carolina, you heard everything. So yeah, with that money, I'm doing that. I'm with it. They so gave, I thought you were going to give me a story that was, yeah. you know, like going to spook you out of gonna it. Going to like, stop us from doing someone... this. Exactly. And I'm carrying a rifle, but I, in my mind, I'm saying... I know I'm hearing stuff, and I ain't got no bullets, man. <laughs> I, why would they give you a rifle, no bullets? Because Intimidation? boot camp. Oh. They ain't gonna get, man, you seen Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> oh, I was going to say for intimidation. <laughs> but that was I, have, I don't think Ryan's seen Full no, Metal I Jacket. Have seen, I have seen Full Metal Jacket. I, that is one of the few movies I am cultured that I have seen. I like that movie. Oh, man. Well, your partner laughing. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Marco, seen hey, a movie man, or two. Quick, man, you guys are great, man. And uh, I'm sorry to hear about Joe Burrow. I'm sure he's going to be okay. But uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, we ready to go. Hey, man, you guys have a great weekend, man. Hey, listen, hey, about your finger real quick. Yes, Can yes. You hear me? Listen, when I was playing football one time, I went, I popped my shoulder. I went cold Mel Gibson, man. Ugh. Give me a wall. Bam. Put it right back in, man. Give me a wall. Thank you. you know. the, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Maurice. Yeah. So you never saw Lethal Weapon either, huh? I've not seen Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Smack your shoulder up against the wall, pop it right back in. Uh, how does that? Now, see, that one's dangerous because if you don't do it right, you can really cause some damage there. 
getting like so chills. I give Maurice a lot of credit for on that one because I don't I don't He's know if I would do that because I wouldn't know how to do it. And I did have my shoulder pop out once, but I had somebody else pop it back in for me because I didn't know how to do it. It wasn't the it wasn't the wall that I was concerned. Again, with the doctor does it's not like they numb you up. It's not like they give you some sort of pain medication. You're still gonna get deal with it. You still gotta do it. So it's not a question of you know not feeling pain. I was just there was a trainer there. I was like, can you pop this back in because I don't know how to do it. If I smack it up against the wall, like I could do damage. She was like, yeah, I got it, and she popped it. Wow. Okay. That gave me the heebie-jeebies. That's. I'll stick with popping fingers back in. Anything else, I'm out. Shoulders, elbows, again, ankle, you should know I'm what out. you're doing to do those other things. You're not supposed to, you know, put body parts back together when you don't know what the hell you're doing. That is true. That's there. You go, folks. Sage advice from Marco Belletti. Life advice right there. If you learn nothing else from today's show, don't pop things in if you don't know what you're doing. And go to the cemetery in the middle of the night. I mean, seriously, For if you want to give me five thousand dollars an hour. <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm I, to the point like you're out of your mind. I think fifty dollars an hour. I'm there. Give me this job. Fifty dollars like, an hour. Again, you have money that I don't have. Apparently, I don't have any money. And I'm, but that I think it's the bigger point. I got no money, and I'm still sitting here saying thirty k a night. I'm out. <laughs> That's three hundred bucks. Fifty for yeah, uh, yeah, roughly. You would work an overnight cemetery shift for three hundred yeah. bucks. A, a day, maybe four hundred dollars a day. Yeah, why not? What is the problem? I don't understand the difference. You're you're doing an easy job. What's the hard part here? That it's the in the spirits. middle of the night. I'm already working in the middle of the night. The spirits. That's the hard part. I'm in the spirit. Seriously, Ooh. if they come and talk to me, we got a lot to discuss because I got nothing else better to do. I'm sitting in a cemetery all night. What am I, I doing? Just don't want a couple somebody of coming ones? up from behind me and grabbing me. Oh, stop it! Yeah. All the hands nuts. from the grave dragging you in. Stop. Next thing you know, you're in a coffin. And. And you're out probably 30K, because I'll tell you this, if you're in the coffin with the dead, you're not getting that money. So so now my only concern is death? That's that's my concern here? Oh, yeah. Then oh, I don't yeah. need money anymore. What do I care? That's all right. So why do, I'm what, good. It's not worth the risk. Either way, I'm either set for life or I have no life. I'm done. <laughs> it's great. Tremendous. I got nothing to worry about here. Holy cow. I'm uh, living in my mansion or I don't have to do nothing. I'm in. This is win-win. I don't boy. know what the problem is. Hopefully Marco's family's not listening. Wow. <laughs> all right, they're not listening, number one. We're kidding, we're kidding. It's all jokes. It's and all two, jokes. you know what? I think they'd be the first ones to tell me, go. For that kind of money, we'll take the chance. We'll roll the dice that maybe you're coming home tonight. Well, before Marco Belletti, I guess, leaves us for At least this, I won't uh, come home to the crap shack anymore. Cemetery. Great, like literally putting the graveyard shift to, uh, to real little use there. Before he leaves us for this high-paying cemetery job, we will get back to the closing bell when we do return here on the Zach Gelb Show. Ryan can filling in. You're listening to the Ryan Hickey Show. It's Ryan Hickey in for Zach Gale. We will get to the closing bell in one second here, but we're talking a lot about dislocated fingers. We're talking about scary movies. We're talking about who's tough, who's not. Lee wants to get in from San Diego. Hello, Lee. Lee, are you possessed? Hey, yeah. Hey, what's up, man? There he is. Well, I was nervous. I got Marco come back in here. Hey, bro. Much respect for popping your own finger back into place. Thank but you, I tough guy. I had an experience where I couldn't do that. Oh. I was, I was playing some pickup basketball, and I jumped up to block this guy's shot, missed the ball, jammed my thumb right into the backboard. Oh. And my thumb went so far back into my hand. That I couldn't, I could, you know where the yeah. top knuckle is? Oh. It was so far back. 
Lee. That song was sticking out, and there was a bone sticking out of my palm that it shoved up. Holy. How's your thumb now, all right? Back to normal? How's your thumb now? What was that? I said, how's your thumb now? No arthritis, no issues years later? Yeah, it's fine now. But when it happened, it was... I was looking at my hand, and it was just deformed, and I couldn't do anything about it. And yeah. it was on the scary, scary movies, man. I, I don't watch them. I mean, I watch, uh, I like sci-fi, like Alien and that kind of stuff, but as far as those creepy, scary movies, I, I can't watch that stuff. That's right, Lee. You know why? Because real men don't watch scary movies, Lee. Come on. Join the Tough Guy Club. That's us. I'm just kidding. I appreciate Lee being honest, just like we bring honest here. I'm not watching scary movies just like I'm not going to cemetery for a hypothetical job that pays $5,000 an hour to work at a cemetery by myself overnight. No, thank you. That ain't for me. You know what it is for me? To finish out this show the only way we know how with the closing bell. Another day is in the books, and we're taking stock of the sports world. It's time to find out who's up and who's down. Let's end the day right and hit the closing bell. Only on the Zach Gelb Show. We'll start with the stock downs, finish on a positive note. A stock down to the Pac-12 conference. They are dead. Colorado officially today announced they are leaving to go to the Big 12. This is the last year of the Buffaloes in the Pac-12 before they do go back to the conference they were in before going back to the Pac-12 or going to the Pac-12, I should say. Not confusing whatsoever. Buffs leaving to go back to the Big 12. The Pac-12 themselves put out a statement minutes ago. Here was a condensed version of what they said. We remain committed to our shared values and to continuing to invest in our student-athletes. Today's decision by the University of Colorado has done nothing to disrupt that commitment We're focused on concluding our media rights deal and then immediately following the conclusion of our media rights deal, we will embrace expansion opportunities. Look, the Big 12 is reeling. uh, Excuse me, the Pac-12 is reeling. They've been talking about media rights deals for months. Nothing's come to fruition. I don't see it happening now. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, the Pac-12 is dead. Stock down in the conference. A stock down in Jalen Ramsey hurt today at Dolphins training camp. Seems to be right now, best case scenario, he's going, to need, he's going to need knee surgery either way. Best case, he's out four weeks. Worst case, maybe out almost two months. It could be a little bit of a tough start here for Jalen Ramsey. Fingers crossed. It's a less significant injury than we think, but could be uh, on the shelf to start the season here if things do not go well. Stock down to Jalen Ramsey. A stock up to Shohei Otani. The Andrews made, I think, the right decision to keep him. He paid off their faith in a doubleheader today against the Tigers. Pitched in game one through a one-hit complete game shutout. Game two, hit a home run. Angels shoot the doubleheader. Shohei Otani, give the man a stock up. I'm giving Joe Burrow a stock up. I know it's weird because he got hurt today. I'm giving Joe Burrow and the Bengals a stock up because they avoided serious injury. Burrow hurt his calf, is now being reported by Dan Rossini. It's only a calf strain. Big win for Cincinnati. Big win for Joey B. Stock up to them. Stock up to Bronny James, released from the hospital today. Scary scene at USC where he went to cardiac arrest at practice. 
Obviously very happy that he is at least back home and resting and everything so far is going okay. Stock up to Bronny James and the James family. Finally, a stock up to Denver Broncos head coach Sean Payton, who did what every head coach wants to do, but no one has the stones to do. Call out others. He talked about this when it comes to Nathaniel Hackett coaching the Broncos last year. This is Sean Payton. Quote, it may have been the worst coaching job in the history of the NFL. That's how bad it is. He also went on to crush how the team was, you know, one of the worst in terms of getting the plays in, how Russell Wilson was given no direction. He went open season on Nathaniel Hackett, called out the Jets for being kind of the Cinderella team and not living up to the hype. Stock up, Sean Payton. You said everything on the record that coaches want to say. Don't have the you-know-whats to. That'll do it for Ryan Hickey in for Zach Gelb right here on CBS Sports Radio. A huge thank you to Chris S. Doing a great job producing. I'll be back Saturday morning, 2 a.m. right here on CBS Sports Radio. Talk to you then. JR, up next.